These are exciting times in the NFT space as our friends at NFT Genius have raised $4 million for Mark Cuban and Ashton Kutcher to build their own product offering. Ron English is bringing his iconic serial killers to life, and the very first official U.S. Space Force NFT drop is taking place thanks to Star Atlas. It's one big step for NFTs and a seriously brave step for you to join us for the Nifty News episode number 66 of the Nifty Show. Looking into the future, what do we see? It's lined with digital collectibles, we call them NFTs. Games, trading cards, digital art, and those crypto kitties. Travis and Joel are the hosts you'll know. Travis and Joel say this won't blow. They're locked and loaded, so ready, set, go! The Nifty, really kind of spiffy, The Nifty Show. It's The Nifty Show number 66. I'm Travis Wright. And I'm Com Joel. Uh, it's kind of funny because still to this day, remember when we used to go to conferences? Like when we'd go to conferences, people would meet us and like, oh, I thought you were Travis and that was Joel. Yeah, but that's not the case because I'm Joel and you're Travis. That's correct. That's how it is. And this is our weekly news show for the Nifty Show, where we kind of look at the news for the week and talk about it. And That's things. true. And if you've been listening to Bad Crypto and the Nifty Show, and you've listened to all of them, you by this point, that's like almost 700 episodes of Joel and Travis in your ear holes. Wow. That's a lot, that's a lot of Joel and Travis. That might transform your DNA, like having listened to us that much. I mean, if you're not bad by now, you ain't never going to be bad. You ain't bad. You ain't bad. You ain't nothing. You ain't never going to be bad. Bad enough. Uh. Let's jump in here to CoinGecko.com for their NFT market cap. It is June 15th, 2021, time stamped at 2.10 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. And currently, the top 100 NFT coins by market cap, we have a market cap of 18, uh, almost 18.5 billion with a 24-hour trading volume of 1.6 billion um the nft dominance right now is at 1.1 percent of all crypto meaning we're just getting started the top 10 are theta chili's engine decentraland flow bakery swap ecomi ultra audius and axie infinity with wax just barely squeaking in there uh to number 11. yeah one of the things here that's really peculiar to me because we've been watching this nft stuff going for a while and I remember at one point, I think almost all 10 of the top 10 were worth a billion. Or they were mm. close to being worth a billion. Now number 10 is 240 million, Wax 220 million. There's only three coins right now that are over a billion. And if you talk about that 18 billion market cap, 9 billion of its theta, that doesn't even really count, right? Well, so, it, it counts. They have well, NFTs. Yeah, so it out, it's a streaming site that's added NFTs, but right. whenever they added it to the list, it wasn't even really NFTs, but yeah. So let's see what's going on. Crypto goes up, crypto goes down. NFT market cap has gone down. Mm-hmm. This is true. So the lead story here in the news is from the founder of the World Wide Web's source code, Tim Berners-Lee, a legend of the digital age. The code, the original code that was created more than three decades ago has been turned into an NFT, it digitally signed, and it's gonna be auctioned off at Sotheby's. So somebody's gonna get a piece, an NFT of history. Mm. That is is pretty fancy, and I, I heard a rumor 
that Christie's is going to be auctioning off the source code that Al Gore wrote when he wrote the internet and uh, created that. So that right there on Christie's is going to be worth, I mean, I'm really, really excited about to see how much that's going to go for because, you know, I'm just wrote, wrote the, wrote the internet. Yeah. He wrote the internet and uh, you know, he's a pretty powerful guy. What was that TV show? What was that movie he created? Like, like something uh, true, an, an inconvenient bullshit. Oh yeah. Inconvenient. It's an inconvenient NFT. It's going to be out. Yeah, according to that movie, which people bought into completely when it came out, I did not. Um, we were supposed to have been, you know, completely flooded, and the oceans were going to rise, and people were going to die. And I remember it was like five years ago. The predictions they made back then were supposed to have come true, and not even close. You know, what's funny is, is like a lot of those people who make those predictions and even Obama was talking a lot about global warming and they're going to rot. The tides are rising. And then he goes and buys beachfront, like $11 million beachfront property. It's like, really, if you believe that's going to happen, do you really go and buy an $11 million beachfront yeah. property? There were in fact, are going to live on the beach. There was uh, something like 18 predictions that were made uh, around that time, around 1970, when they started making Earth Day. Mm -hmm. And uh, there's there's some great articles about all the predictions that have gone wrong. But people have a very short memory. Mm -hmm. they, have, they have a very short memory. One thing I do that. wish about this, I mean, because I'm all about Earth. We live on planet Earth, Mother Earth. I'm all about I like it. I like Let's Earth. Let's not pollute. Let's not be assholes and just overly pollute. Like, even you, you can do stuff by, like, Going to the beach and not polluting, not throwing trash out your car, not flicking out cigarettes. There's little things you can do. So to worry about those. That'd be not. I mean, I go out to the beach out here in, uh, in Lukio, the main beach, and it's just full of masks and like plastic lids and straws and shit. Like that is horrible. People, pick up your shit. Well, don't trash where you splash. We only have 10 years left because um, in 2019, uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said, we're like, the world's going to end in 12 years if we don't address climate change. So you got 10 years left, people. Enjoy it. And let's talk about NFTs because somebody now is writing a review going, you know, these guys are great until they start talking about things. They should stay in their lane. Guess what? This is my lane. <laughs> the lane the lane curves it has little whoa winds and it's not a straight line it's a it's a nice little adventure every episode. it zigs it zags sotheby's announced that it would launch the auction for this tim berners lee piece of history on june 23rd for one week bidding starts at a thousand dollars proceeds will be donated to initiatives supported by berners lee and his wife via the world wide web foundation so there you go. If you want a, a piece of it, it's called This Changes Everything and includes timestamp files with roughly 9,555 lines of the source code for HTML, HTTP, HTTP, and URIs, the fundamental languages and protocols that Berners-Lee wrote in 1990 and 1991. Very nice. Here's an interesting piece from our friends at Star Atlas. They have dropped a U.S. Space Force Neil Armstrong Meta Poster NFT uh, for their satellite launch. Now, this thing is an AR poster. These things are really cool, and I believe you can only buy these with Solana. And they've been they've been launching various different ones every week. 
And then you like basically you put your phone over it and then it does all this movement and stuff. But this is really cool. This is a really fancy Neil Armstrong poster. Cool. This is great. Uh, we have hitched our wagon to Star Us, by the way. We're big fans of what Michael Wagner is doing over there. And we do have steak in them. And uh, we have some potatoes in them, too. Because if you're going to have steak, you should have potatoes with it. And maybe a little glass of wine or something. What's uh, great? But- <laughs> it's crazy, these guys. You know, this Star Atlas is really badass. The art on this is phenomenal. And I think it's because they used to have this thing called the Tokes platform, which mm-hmm. was this a platform for marijuana still, dispensaries they still think, do they oh they still do have that and yeah. so it seems to me they smoke a lot of marijuana and then came up with this project <laughs> idea because it is far out this has not been confirmed but it is cool <laughs> it's called star atlas legends armstrong forever nft with spacex and space force honoring space explorations for atlassians and the future of the emerging metaverse. So you guys can check that out. If you want to see pictures of this, of course, you can go to our show notes for this episode that has links to all of the stories. Nifty.show forward slash six six is where you will find this. Big story from Coindesk. Uh, the headline of this show, actually, our friends at NFT Genius, which is uh, our buddy Jeremy Bourne, who is one of the founders of the Bitcoin Origins series. They have raised $4 million from Mark Cuban, Ashton Kutcher, and the CEO of Dapper Labs. And apparently, they're going to be launching some new NFTs on Flow. Very cool. So we're excited to see what is in store for them, I know Kurt Braggett's one of the key members on the team, and uh, he, he, in my book, is the NFT genius in all of the lands of all of the NFTs. And so big kudos to the team over there. Can't wait to see what they're going to do. Yep. Congratulations, Jeremy, Kurt, and the rest of the team. We're looking forward to seeing what you guys are going to do there on Flow. I'm sure it will be full of awesomeness. Some other really big news for the week, of course, CryptoPunks make news again and again with the amount of money that people are spending on these things. Well, get this. The COVID alien CryptoPunk NFT went up for auction at Sotheby's, and this thing sold for $11.7 million dollars. To a billionaire, of course, because it sold to a thousandaire. He promised that one day he'd pay that eleven point seven million. It is CryptoPunk number seventy five twenty three, one of nine alien punks in the entire series, and it's the only one with a mask. Ha! It's the only one with a mask. Nice. Yeah. Apparently, the buyer of it is Shalom McKenzie, who is the largest shareholder of DraftKings, and so. The seven-figure sale has created a new world record for auctions for a single crypto punk. That is crazy amounts of money for some eight-bit pixels. But I just want to note here that, you know, what people are saying is that NFTs are dead. So just so we're clear, this is what dead looks like, (laughs) a sale of pixels for $11.7 million. 24 by 24 pixelated avatars, folks. I don't think it's you know dead. how much I, I I gotta know. I wanna know. So 24 by 24. I'm gonna do the math here. I'm gonna figure out how much it is per pixel on this one. So 24 <laughs> by 24, that's 576 total potential pixels that could have been 
on this. So TP, that's TPPs is how you should refer to those okay. total potential pixels. TPP. Okay. Yeah. You know TPP. me. So that's a cool $20,312 per pixel. Nice. Exactly. $20,312.50 per pixel. Congratulations. That you said 20,000 per pixel? $20,312.50. Okay. okay, so that's bullshit, gang. I am going to sell you a pixel for $10,000 right now, half price, half price pixels. That's going to be my new uh, yeah, website. Yeah, half price pixels, the NFTs. Like that's, that's, that should be the new business. Dot com. That's going to be my deal. They're, they're on in. sale. All of our NFTs are on sale. They're half price pixels, baby. Let's move into the gaming realm a little deeper. Our friends at Animoca are launching off the Formula One Australian Grand Prix. The competition is ha happening, F1DeltaTime.com. And uh, they have a pool of 120,000 rev and f1 delta time 2020 keys and trophies as well if you haven't tried this game out it's fun if you like racing if you like formula one there's a whole series of events that they're doing it's a six day event and you can check that out f1 delta time.com is but what if you hate racing and what if you hate formula one you don't do well, it Maybe check out what uh, what Gala is doing then. Cause we can check Miranda's. out what Gala is doing, but I just want to say the rest of what Animoca is doing, they're doing some pretty amazing things. But yes, speaking of Gala, yes, you're ha really? you're throwing up you're throwing a party. Is that what's yes? Well, I <laughs> a party oh, at Travis's place. Uh, as soon as Tra hold on, here's a rant time. Party at Travis's place as soon as Travis gets electricity because bought the home. So check this out. Check this out. If you set up brand new service and you don't have the person who lived before you transfer it to you, because the person where I bought the house transferred their electricity account to a, their new place, then you you can't do anything online. You got to call them. Then you, well, you wait on, on the phone for hours and hours. I've called them 10 times. Finally got a hold of Luma Electric in, uh, in Puerto Rico. Numa, and, Numa. Uh, this was unbelievable. So I finally got a hold of someone. They told me that I need to go to the office to go get it, get it, get it set up. So I find their address online. I go to San Juan and bring my deed and everything. Turns out that's like a fake address. There's nobody there except a receptionist. And the receptionist gives me an email address to an executive assistant. So I email, email that person. They don't respond, but then now I have their email structure. So I email the CEO, the CTO, the COO, the CMO, the head of communications, all these fucking people. None of them ever respond. I call them again. They tell me, oh, well, you have to schedule an appointment. And when we schedule you the appointment, then we tell you the address that you go to. So they don't have any physical addresses that are publicly known. And so they said, oh, we're sorry. The earliest we can schedule you an appointment for is July 2nd. I said, what? I go, and then, well, how long until you can get electricity after I get the appointment? They said five to 10 business days afterwards. So they're telling me that I might not get electricity turned on in my new house until the middle of July. This is unbelievable. Like I should have started set, setting up my electricity before I decided to buy the house. Welcome to Puerto Rico. It's unreal. Think Things move a little slower here, Sir Lord Travis. Yeah, I call them Lento, Lento Lima, or Lento Luma, because that means slow. So I'm going to cause a little shit fit on this thing, because it's just unbelievable to me. That's the worst customer experience I've ever seen in my life.
Mm. And I have solar electric. I have solar panels on my house that I can't turn on because I have to be legally connected to the grid. Unreal. Anyways, that was a Travis rant. Now back to the news. We're going to make that into an NFT for this episode, I think. We're just going <laughs> to we'll put it out there. Okay, more game news because Travis ain't playing games. I ain't playing He's... shit because I'm in a hotel right now spending X amount of dollars every day because I can't live in my house. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing you with you. So you need to laugh a little bit. <laughs> so I, I can no, laugh. I have no laughs. I am laughed yeah. out. Okay. Maybe if I fart, you'll laugh. Uh, let's talk about Gala because you're not throwing one, but Gala Games, we actually just did a uh, pre-recorded interview with uh, the folks from Gala. That's going to be coming out on an episode of Bad Crypto here in the very near future. One of the games that they're making a big stink about, and they should, is an RPG called Mirandus, and they are revealing some more of their exemplars and their tiers that people are buying out. Like this game is not launched yet and they are selling out uh, these pre-launch of these characters beforehand. If you want to learn more about what they're doing, these are some cool pictures on here too. I'm just looking through the article on nftnewstoday.com. Their sale starts on June 15th, and if you go to gala.games, you can go learn some more about it. If you are a RPG fan and a blockchain fan, I think that these guys are going to do some pretty amazing things. You know, having that interview, you guys are going to want to tune into that interview. Gala is doing some amazing things. It seems like they're on the come up. I would pay attention to this one. Just saying, not financial advice, but just saying they may be having some really kick-ass games coming out in the future that you're going to want to know about. And you're going to be like, what? How did I miss Gala? They're not the only ones. There's this game that I've kind of been keeping my eye on on the periphery called Infinite Fleet. In InfiniteFleet.com. There's a news story here in the show notes you can check out. But really, if you just go to Infinite Fleet and check out the trailer, they have their own token as well. I have not gone deep enough into this, but it is what they're calling an epic sci-fi massively multiplayer online strategy game and it's you know look we've seen the mmos that have crushed it in the non-blockchain world league of legends world of warcraft there's a whole list of others and these guys that are developing on chain now i think regardless of which ones they are have an opportunity to really lead the way and crush it you know star atlas infinite fleet mirandus all of these are going to be first to market and you know blockchain gamers are looking for games to play not just nfts to collect and so these guys that put out something if they just hit the bar even at acceptable they've got an up i mean look at axie infinity barely acceptable nothing wrong nothing against you guys it's just a really really simple game you know, kind of reminds me of like when Space Invaders came out. It was cool then. Uh, well, it's still cool, but it's a really basic game. And so InfiniteFleet.com, uh, this is none of this is, you know, we're not, this is not a sponsored deal. I'm just telling you this looks badass. And I'm just saying Axe Infinity is, has a $250 million market cap, more than Wax, and it's very simple. And sometimes it's, it's the simplicity wins simple minded investors i guess mm -hmm. i don't know still it's just like 
Why is wax so low? I don't know. It's about time we address that question for the week. So let's uh, go from games to another kind of game, sports. In the French Football Federation, they are going to be launching official player NFTs with so rare. For those of you that like the other football game, there's a soccer Euro 2020 championship is in progress and a blockchain-based fantasy soccer game uh, that so rare has announced licensing agreement for national sports association to issue nfts of its players so the fff the france football federation will be launching its online first with the french national team the blues for the color of their shirts and you could you they will be tokenized and you will be able to buy them yes mm. Well, that's pretty much all that So Rare is. So Rare is a fantasy game of soccer where players can buy, sell, trade, and manage their virtual football team with their digital player cards. And so it uses blockchain based on Ethereum. was developed in 2018. And, you know, it's nice that they finally have or starting to get more and more uh, actual licenses with some of the, some of the leagues to, uh, to be able to, to make this even more legit. So people who are fans of the footballs, I mean, this is right up their alley. I mean, more and more leagues are starting to uh, to jump on this. So And so where it's pretty much that is all they do is soccer shit. Soccer. Football score. Goal. Goal. Soccer. Footballs. So this is funny. I was just at the chiropractor's office here in PR before I came here. I saw a great chiropractor, by the way. And while oh I God. was there... I opened up the Vivi app because it's been probably a month or so since I looked in there and I saw these cool looking NFTs for a sale they had did um, that was like this Captain Crunch, but he wasn't mm. Captain Crunch. It was a, he was a, what do they call him on there? They called Captain Crunch, Captain Cornstarch. And this article here uh, that producer Aaron put in here answers the questions for me because these creations are actually from an artist by the name of Ron English. He has a series called Serial Killers, C-E-R-E-A-L. And you've got like Kill Frogs, Sugar Smack. You've got Obese Bees, Honey Butts. uh, Obesios. (laughs) Obesios. You've got Sugar Frosted (laughs) Fat, uh, Fruit Looped. High fructose corn fat cereal killers tricks are for kids. Fructose peddlers. He made these parodies of these, and oh, I didn't. Sugar diabetic parodies. These are hilarious. Yeah. So the first wave of these. So these are like three D characters now that you can place. You know, using the VV app if you buy them. So these are three D characters. That I guess the sale is over in Vive, but you could probably go and pick some up on the secondary market because they're really cool. And I guess they were popular as vinyl toys, and now they're NFTs. Wow. It's like, which one would I want? Like, Fruit Loop looks pretty funny because uh, Sam, the toucan, he's really fat. Sugar Frosted Fat, that's like Tony the Tiger, he's really fat. Obesios, that's like uh, Rice Krispies. Those are obesios, and there's those three. Those are funny. Yeah, I, I want to snag a couple of those. I think Captain Cornstarch might be a good one. I don't know. I'm going to have to look at it and see. Frankenfat. He's got a lot of fat ones in there, though. Yeah, right. well, they're all super unhealthy because that's what they are. I'm buying a Fat Tony right now 
for on the marketplace. Uh, there's 359 of them on sale. I happen to have 40 gems here in my account. And so Travis, you can, uh, you can see it right here, but this is, that's fat Tony right there. I get a sugar diabetic. I just <laughs> picked one of those up. Ooh, the poo fairy. Who doesn't want a poo fairy? Here's more proof that NFTs are a fad and a bubble. There are now nine in-person NFT galleries and exhibitions that have already opened or set to open this year where you can go and visit these galleries. And instead of seeing framed art or sculptures on the wall, you'll see NFT art on displays. And there's different um, exhibits that are happening. One of them in uh, Hobart, Australia. One of them at the Underground Museum in Moscow, Russia. You can go and see the, there, the Hermitage Museum in St. Petersburg. I've been there. I think you've been there as well. Um, there's another in Riga, Latvia. And so this will be fun. It's just a matter of time. I'm in Eastern Europe. What is up with that? Mm -hmm. There's a couple here in uh, in the U.S. There's Black Dove in Miami. There's I'm Not Art in Chicago. These different NFT experiences. And there's another one, Bright Moments in Venice Beach, California. That could be a fun way to sell NFTs, right? It's like have a have a display and then go, oh, if you like this NFT, click, boom, you can QR code it download it to your wallet because I guarantee if they're doing a, if they're doing sort of a, um, a museum exhibition, there's going to be new artists that you've never seen before that gives you an opportunity to be like, Oh damn, this is some really cool art. I want to download this, or at least maybe you don't download the one that they're displaying, but have an opportunity to buy other ones by those artists or something that are limited or unlimited. Right. Is this like a, it's a, like where's their where's their money making opportunities on it? How's the, how are they how are they earning revenue? That's a really good question, which I do not have the answer to, but I do know that Mythical Games is very serious as well. Mythical, yeah, of course, is the creator of Blankos. We've had them on the show before, and I was able to get into the beta for the marketplace, Travis. There's alpha access for the marketplace, so now if you have Blankos you can uh, sell your Blancos in this marketplace. And I think that that's pretty cool, but they just did some big announcements at E3, the huge gaming convention that's took place. And one of them is partnerships. They've got Dead Mouse that's gonna be creating a Blancos character and a fashion label Burberry that's mm. gonna be doing them as well. And that's just some of the ones that they announced. There's others as well that they're gonna be bringing in to the Blancos uh, environment for these new characters and uh, accessories. I, I downloaded the updated version of the game. It, there's a whole new walkthrough. The world is bigger. There's more activities going on. I think these guys have a chance to really kill it. Well, they come from a strong gaming background. Like they're not just, you know, brand new people who said, hey, check out our new game we're building. Like these are badass developers who have a history of building badass games. And it, there seems to be a trend. If you have a history of doing badass shit, then you don't normally stop doing badass. Shit. It's normally better. So that's why Mythical Games and Blancos is, is doing some really great things. And they're bringing in some great partnerships now. I can just totally it just makes total sense to have little dead mouse Blancos run, running around. Totally, with the big ears. Yeah, you know, it, was and all made, that. it was made for it. Travis, what if you could have a legendary film composer 
create a soundtrack for your life, what would that sound like? It would sound like it would sound like. I think mine would that'd be the whole thing. Mine would just be burps and farts, pretty much. (laughs) At the end, we all die, so be like. So there's a guy named Hulkenborg. Hulkenborg. He is a composer who has composed tracks for Mad Max Fury Road, Deadpool, Godzilla versus Kong, and he's worked with Peter Jackson, James Cameron, Jack Snyder, others. He is auctioning off the soundtrack of your life on Amplify X. It's a Tezos-based platform. And what this does is the high bidder is going to get a 20 plus minute original score based on your life created by Hulkenborg. So he'll do interviews and capture your unique victories, heartbreaks, memories, and emotions. And it's going to be created in an NFT. That's that is unique for a starting bid of thousand dollars. Yeah, it's going to go for way more than that. Um, it starts here. Well, uh, this guy, like seriously, this guy has done some amazing blockbuster, blockbuster compositions for some amazing movies. Are you serious? Yeah, like, somebody's. I bet. Like, let's let's have a little poll right here. Um, like, think up a number, and okay. I'm going to tell you what I think it's going to go for. Okay. Okay. I think that this is going to go for sixty thousand dollars. What do you think? $60,000. Yeah. I would think this is that I think it could even go for more than that. Uh, Eminem sold his NFT with a beat that he made for only $100,000. Tom McDonald bought it, mm-hmm. um, which we've reached out to him multiple times. He said he would come on the show. They're nearly impossible to get a hold of. Oh, my God. So hard to schedule those guys. They're so busy. Come on, Tom. God. Come on, Tom. Be the boss. Get the show. Yo. It's clown world, you're not coming on. So, um, I think yeah. I think maybe between I, I think it could go over a hundred thousand, but then it could flop. I mean, we thought one move, we saw one that there was no bids on. This right here sounds really awesome. I've just never heard of amplifyx.com as a new NFT platform. This is the first time I've ever heard of it. So, producer Aaron, take note, and for next week's news, let's uh, cover what it went for so we can uh let everybody know. Uh, this story here on CNBC says NFT sales are dropping, but believers still f- see a future for digital collectibles. Uh, you, of course, stuff is going to fall. We're we're past that beginning of early adoption, which is when the first hype cycle happens, and you have to have cycles. You have to have these moments where everybody wants to jump on the bandwagon because it's the cool new thing and you find these outrageous purchases and then it pulls back. And that's very natural. I think that we're seeing a flood of NFTs. You know, we've mentioned before, former guests on the show, um, Nifty Gateway, you know, they used to release one release, you know, twice a week, maybe. And now they're doing them every day and sometimes multiple and it's upset a lot of people. In fact, Travis... I went, you know, typically the only ones I'll buy are ones that I think look cool and I'll enter a drawing because those are usually limited. And yeah. there was a drawing last week of one that I thought was interesting. There was three of them up for auction, $350 each. And there was only 25 of each minted. Okay. So I'm like, I probably won't get one because usually you'll have thousands of people. Enter right, the right. So 25, I, there was 25 total. 25 of each of three, so oh, wow. 75 total. 
um, I entered the auction for all three of them and got three emails. I won all three of them. And then I went and looked and saw that only less, fewer than 100 people entered each drawing. Oh, wow. So it has fallen dramatically and the secondary market prices are also much smaller. Like if you don't get something on the initial, you might be able to get it. You know, if it's a big name, if it's a dead mouse piece or something like that, probably not cheaper. But I've bought several pieces that I just liked cheaper than what they went on sale for. That's what happens. You know, Greed Kills and those boys, I mean, I, I like those kids, but they got a little too big for their britches in, in some ways. They were telling certain people, they told me, you're not an artist. And I, I created this amazing piece that I've worked on for years. And uh, it kind of tore me the wrong way a little bit. I was like, well, come on. This is way better than some of the this, this shit you're putting on here. And uh, they're like, oh, no, we only cater to real artists. I'm like, what? You just had a transparent blob as a piece on there that just was, looks like it took somebody five minutes to do. Here's a piece I'm working on for 11 years. And, um, yeah, once they start going, okay, we're not we're doing it Tuesdays and Thursdays. This, once it was only Thursday or Tuesday. And then it was, you know, a couple times a week, as you said. Then every day. And then on Sundays, twice on Sunday, some multiple times. Like, they just got – they got too greedy and they oversaturated their market and they, they should have kept the supply and demand and the quality high and the quantity low, but they didn't do it. And now they've oversaturated and they've lost a lot of their, 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 um, their buyers. Well, hopefully they'll be able to bring them back as more people to come to NFTs and art, but there's a lot of places to buy art now, right? It's And there's a reason for that. There's a lot of people that create art and they haven't had an outlet for their artwork before. And now with NFTs, they do. So we're seeing more and more galleries pop up, more and more sites that feature artists. But what we're not seeing are as many unique projects you know like this one from amplify x with the soundtrack and we're we're you know it's hard to create pack based systems unless you're on wax which is why wax is the king of nfts and which is why we primarily live on wax and dabble with some other chains uh, speaking of wax our our friend bitlord who is a member of the blockchain heroes community has a project he's working on called dodo farming <laughs> the the extinct bird if you go to coindodo.io you can learn how to become a dodo farmer and get nifty dodo rewards on wax and i think they sold out their big farms that that farm these things uh but if you want to go check it out it's coindodo.io and uh and we wish bitlord the greatest success with his dodos coin dodo very nice I thought dodos were extinct. They are not. They're not back. in the metaverse. Not on coindodo.io. You can become a dodo farmer and receive nifty dodos. Wax and nice. NFTs bringing dodos back. Yeah. Yo. You know what? This is some 8-bit Legend of Zelda looking stuff, and I love it. Yeah. Uh, lots of upcoming releases heading our way. And if you check out wax.guide or nftinsider.io, you can keep up on the schedule of NFTs that are, are heading your way. And I can't say who or what yet, but I have been speaking with a former guest of this show. And very soon we should be able to announce what is inevitably going to be global news for an NFT launch. And so uh, you, it will break here. You'll hear it here first. 
um, and it's going to be amazing. Um, this going to break the internet twice. You thought yeah. Kim Kardashian's ass broke the internet that one time? This is going to break all of Al Gore's internets, and then the next one he makes. <laughs> and we're going to make an NFT of it. Mm -hmm. uh, big news from our world, the latest variation of the Bitcoin collection. Uh, comes out on the 21st. M. Blue, another friend of the show, has designed the art piece for this month, of which there will only be 21 of this piece. They're going to go in a second like they always do. Maybe I'll be able to get one. Maybe I won't. I don't know. I'm sure going to try because they're amazing. But he's also designed the pre-launch NFTs, you know, the Bitcoins uh, that usually Travis designs them, but this time M Blue has, and we have twice as many to offer you. They start going on sale. This is again, this is a 2011 part two series. They go on sale on the 16th for five days in a row in different variations and quantities. And if you go to nifty.deals forward slash elite, you'll be able to see the first six for the first three days. And if you go to nifty.deals forward slash elite two, the number two, you'll see the last two days of these. And they go on sale each day at 2011, which is, you know, depending where you are in the world, um, that time wait, will change. Wait, 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 2011? Uh-huh. Because they're 2011 NFTs. I decided to make an interesting variation on it this Oh, month. wait. So they're going on sale at 8, 8, 8 11 p.m.? 11 p.m. Eastern time. Eastern yes. time. Okay. Yeah. So, and you'll see there's two of each one. Uh, no promises of anything being staked on our planet. You buy these because they're collectible and they're M blue and they're badass. And uh, we'll keep you posted where you know before the actual the sale of the collectible art piece itself happens on the 21st there you go that was nice that was the that was the nifty show number 66 we're about to mint it all up and press the mint button we put this episode on ipfs we've done all the things we got all the attributes set anything else that you folks need to know all that's left is for you guys to keep it nifty 